uh, welcome back to what I believe could be the third episode of uh, Let's Talk About Cheers, otherwise known as... Where everybody knows we're lame. Yes. Uh, we put out the first episode. Some of you were very happy and it made us happy. So thanks. Uh, thanks. Some, of, some of them were very sad. No, some of them didn't know. <laughs> okay, good. Most of them didn't know. Uh, but uh, we uh, are going to continue on our journey through, what is it, 11 seasons of Cheers? 11 seasons we of Cheers. We did not do the math before I this. I was told, well, what would that be? I guess that's more than 200 episodes. Oh, great. <laughs> and we're through what? Seven? Seven. <laughs> or eight, maybe. So we're going to do three again. We're going to blast through three. All right, here we go. All right. No beating around the, you know what. Um, well, I got can we my talk little... about where we are in our lives right now? Sure. And on each thing? We're Yo, both, both oh, at the I end of a work say, day. Yeah. Oh. What I was going to say is uh, that uh, you guys will have the pleasure as these episodes progress of hearing us at different hours of the tired day. <laughs> That's so, true, the tired spectrum. Yeah, so the first time I think we were like pretty energetic, which is when you decide to do a podcast. And then the second time you heard us, we were morning after a party, <laughs> socially uh, exhausted with maybe just an oonch of hungover. And now like, this is end of the workday time. End of a Monday. End of a Monday. End yeah. of a Monday. A little sluggish. And yep. strangely, at least in the first two episodes... That sluggishness reflected in the season of Cheers. The first, the first episodes that I would say had any kind of chink in the armor, wouldn't you say? Yes, uh, I would agree with that. And uh, so the ones we're talking about today are any friend of Diane's, uh, friends, Romans, and accountants, and truce, as in not war, truce or consequences. And I did not have a vivid, a, a huge Cheers fan, did not have a vivid memory of a single one of these episodes. A, a vague memory of perhaps the first one, which was with uh, Diane's friend, uh, cast, uh, uh, the actress Julia Duffy was playing her. But other than that, not not a huge memory of, uh, of, of any of these episodes. Can I guess. you do the summary real quick? For each one? Yeah. As quickly as I can? Yep. I'll try. You're better at it than I am, but I'll give it a try. The first one uh, was called, was called uh, uh, say it again. Any Friend of Diane's. Any Friend of Diane's. Essentially, it was Diane's friend, played by Julia Duffy of New Heart fame, uh, had stopped by the bar, uh, and she was very, very depressed because her very intellectual boyfriend, she was a very intellectual, very similar energy to Diane. They and were, she looked exactly like she her. She looked very much like her, blonde, uh, college friend of Diane's, and she uh, she believed she had, uh, uh, um, her passion had gone dead. Her, uh, her, her boyfriend, her intellectual boyfriend had left her, so she just wanted to have a carnal experience with someone dumb, with someone not complicated, someone not complex, and the joke was that that was describing Sam, and so uh, uh, I, I guess you would say that uh, this is a hard one to describe. It's sort oh, wait, of- Wait, wait, let me see if I could do it. Okay. Diane's friend comes to the bar and has a crush on Sam, and Diane is jealous. Yeah, that's, <laughs> without without going act to act. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's, that's pretty that's, much that, it. That's essentially it. Okay, but, now uh, you try again with friends, Romans, accountants. Okay, in that sense, the yeah. way you did it, uh, Norm wa- is tasked with throwing a party for his company. 
is nervous about it, and so decides to throw a toga party at the bar. One of his jobs in uh, throwing the party is finding a woman for his asshole boss to be with, and the woman winds up being Diane. Because uh, uh, that's to, totally okay. To, in the, it's an interesting in one to talk about in the in the wake of the Harvey Weinstein stuff. Oh, God. I, I, there's a lot of that in yeah. this be, that I would love to discuss, both from Sam's perspective and, you know, just certain things that come up that we'll want to talk about culturally, how it may be weird and different now. But, uh, uh, and then this guy comes on to Diane that Norm sets her up with, uh, essentially tries to uh, assault her, and Norm... On a uh, pool table. Originally trying to brown nose his boss, uh, comes to Diane's rescue and uh, and loses his job, but gains some self respect in the process. Is that fair to yes, say? Yes, and a good also one? all the accountants finally come to life. And yes, yes, it was a terrible party that Norm threw. Yes, uh, and the final one that we did was oh, oh truce, truce, truce or, or consequences, consequences, which is actually a pretty great episode. I think it Very was the unique. one. Yeah, yeah, best it, of the night. Yeah, basically, uh, Sam tells Carla and Diane that they have to. Uh, make up or get to know each other or whatever you would term that get along and uh look at my hand you got ink all over you're an ink stained wretch i am yeah it's blue i, I have a red pen i don't understand what's <laughs> was that, going on. Was, that was, was that from earlier in the day or t- i don't know anyway sorry uh diversion it's late night uh usually i'm in bed by now I, i'll take that distraction over me breathing like a yak in heat <laughs> as i did in one of the previous podcasts right the into the microphone episode. like a like a sad, deflated vacuum cleaner <laughs> into the mic. <laughs> also, so, what, what made me laugh so hard is that, like, I have a w- giant wind shear on this microphone anyway. So the fact that you are breathing hard enough to get through the thing that's supposed to keep the noise of the wind out is disturbing. Well, I was listening to it uh, on my way home today, that p- particular podcast, and hearing myself breathing, I came to an epiphany. I think I have a bit of a weight problem. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look into it, but I think. All right. So um, (laughs) to finish the thought, uh, Carla essentially plays a joke on Diane and hilarious consequences ensue. And in the end, things resolve nicely. Anyway, so you want to talk about about stuff overall or talk about stuff episode by episode? Well, I want to take the fact that the first two episodes, these are the first two episodes of Cheers that while they had great stuff in them and... The first one where Diane's friend comes has one of the greatest physical bits. Like, uh, there's always going to be the greatest yes, physical bit. Yes, they do that well at the end. But like the whole episode, so it, that one in particular, when Diane's friend comes to visit, is really an example of you can't have two of the same kind of character. You yes. can't have two Dianes. Mm-hmm. Like, and also clearly they cast and had Julia Duffy act like an actual lesser version mm-hmm. of Diane. So, yes. Do you think so? Yes. Because I, I didn't even know if they had her act like a lesser version. They I thought, had her act like the drip. Yeah, she was a drip. But like I thought to myself, wow, did they win the lottery with Shelley Long? Because yeah. if you cast someone like Julia Duffy, who's an a, a okay enough actress playing other roles that aren't Diane, if you cast her, it would have been a terrible shot. But there are a lot of people you would have cast the character would have been annoying, you know? Yeah. And she sparkles. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I just thought it was like she was given that direction. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so it was basically like any time they talked together, it was incredibly plodding. Yes. Because it, it was could, it like... sucked the air out of the room. It was like what happens when 
I don't know, like, I don't know. When Whenever she entered a scene, it sucked yeah, the air out of the room. It wasn't just... In the end of it, when, when Sam and Diane were sort of talking and doing that, that the, the, the talking they usually do around the pool table and back, and she came in, it slowed the scene down yeah. a little bit. It's weird. Yeah. Which is interesting, because otherwise the guest stars have been very successful. Yeah, so this far. is the first one that hasn't been. So this, that's what's noteworthy. First bad guest star. Yeah. On Cheers. Or not even she was bad. It's bad. just like bad choice. Yeah, and you and and you know it was also true uh, in that one. In in all three we watched from the from that one which was bordering on not that good to the middle one, the Friends Romans uh, uh, Countryman one mm-hmm. uh, that was I would say middle of the road, mm-hmm. kind of mediocre. And then the 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 Carla and uh, and Diane one, the the truce or consequences was, was terrific. All three of them, and it seems to be just true of Cheers episodes so far. They're not afraid to start slow and to build to build into something really big. So they'll lay the groundwork and the pipe. And even if there aren't a lot of jokes there and there are just a few little laughs here and there and they're establishing the premise and the character moments, even in those even in that bad episode, the, the final uh, uh, payoff was funny, you know, and in that episode that was really good with Carla and, and Diane, the payoff was huge. Right. You know, um, yeah. And I I. You pointed this out. This is not my observation, but you pointed out a a rare thing, which is they don't sweeten the laugh track of their live studio. Like they have a live studio audience, but they don't sweeten it if the jokes don't hit. Yeah, when a joke dies, it dies. You know, or if there's just a ha, one guy you can hear a different one guy just going ha ha ha. Yeah, you know, which is interesting. It really, uh, I like it better that way. It feels less synthetic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. That's and what that's happens a, at a play. Somebody coughs. Uh, she has a lot of confidence too. It's a braver way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And it's weird because like I was so enraptured in the first what is it, six, five? Uh-huh. I forget what number this is. But uh first five and then we watched three tonight. So flat, I thought like oh, I'm just tired or No, it was, it was yeah, it yeah. was definitely a couple of those were definitely flat. And you know, you forget, like we're really living in the era of for the most part, so many shows. I mean, there are there are a bunch that still do the twenty one 22 episode orders on network but like so much of the time it's 13 episode see the this reminds you of how many even in a show that is greatest of all time which is cheers over the course of 21 episodes there's going to be two or three or four that are just ordinary you know and a show like this I'm i'm sure minimizes that as we'll see but it's 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 funny that that is the case that there are I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought before this that there were bad Cheers episodes because I've only really watched the good ones. Yeah, um, and, and you only really remember the good ones. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. It, but wait, can we just talk about the bit at the end? Of which one? Of the first one. Oh sure, sure. Yeah. So at yeah. the very end, uh, Julia Duffy is sort of sent packing with the uh, <clears throat> mistaken assumption that Sam and Diane are dating, which. From the future is a very meta joke. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. great. But it, it, in their minds, it's just like, uh, yeah, we got to get her out the door without her self esteem being right, right, destroyed. Right. That the two people who hate each other have to pretend that they're together so right. she can feel better about it. So herself. the second the door closes, Diane takes a hard swing at Sam and it, of course, misses. And then he grabs her. Then they just sort of fight, stumble over to the couch and fall down. And then Julia Duffy comes back in, sees this, and is like, that's exactly the sort of fun I was looking for. <laughs> yes, those two in particular are so good. We've talked about it already, and I'm sure we'll talk it to death. So good with physical comedy together. It's incredible. It's like it's like dance. I don't know. It's just yeah. like I'd love to 
be on a set sometime when somebody was choreographing that. You oh know, a God. similar yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Like, even, how many times do they have to do it to hit their beats? Yeah. Do you ever remember the episode of The New Girl back when we still watched that? Uh, oh, there, yeah. There were some good episodes. There's a lot of good physical comedy, but the one that I remember is when they were models on a circular. Oh, yes. That was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. You that, should go watch that on that Hulu made us if you can find it. really hard. I, yeah. I don't know how you would find it, but maybe it's on YouTube. Like, the they're just like walking around as, as car models on a revolving platform. And all my favorite jokes come from revolving platforms. It does. You have a, you have a soft spot. For yeah. That. Which is the, the most famous SNL skit uh, that I love the most was Will Ferrell on a revolving platform singing. It's the most, most wonderful, wonderful time of the year. Uh, some member of my family could have died and you showed me that. And I would still laugh. It's going too fast. <laughs> it's so true. But uh, I really would just love to see how that is thought through and executed and how many times they practice because, God, it's incredible. Yeah. And I'd like to bring up a couple glo- sort of global things, a per- uh, uh, overall things that we brought about the experience of doing this, which was Jenny pointed out uh, there's a certain comfort we're already getting in this process of watching all the cheers of hearing the uh, uh, the theme song every time. We do not fast forward this theme song because the theme song, when you watch Cheers and you watch it again and again and you enjoy the experience and you're like today coming home from a hard day or something, uh, you have the feeling of coming to a place where everybody knows your name. You have that 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 calm, relaxing feeling of familiar characters that you're going to get to just from hearing that theme song. And I find that very interesting. Our television is our bar. <laughs> it is. It totally is. And it and we also noted that it, it made us want, you know, our bar that, that you know, we we both are from the East Coast and... Probably haven't had a bar or since we were in college. Uh, the where, Red where, Lion. Yeah, the Red Lion, where people n- knew us there. Uh, but we've certainly had, we, we noted a bar in Los Angeles, the, the former Cat and the Fiddle that used to be near our house in its original location where uh, uh, Jenny and I went to after our wedding. And we just went to for every occasion. And though we didn't know, there were other people who knew the bartenders there. And that were they were the, they that were was the their primaries bar. and cheers. We were like the extras in the background and cheers who were sitting at the bar and loved the bar and thought it to be our bar. But it wasn't really. <laughs> it was you know? It was someone bar, else's. Yeah. But to us, it was our bar. I know. Did we ever have a bar in L.A. that was our bar? Uh, I don't think Not so. Really. No. I mean, like, you know. There's some of those Irish bars that we went to, but not enough to really develop a habit. I would say we went to a Cheers on our first date, though. Tom Bergen's. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Tom Bergen. <laughs> closed down, reopened. Cat in the Fiddle closed yeah. down, reopened. It's You're so noticing true. a theme yeah. about us. Yeah. Oh. The other thing I thought about that opening was uh, in the very reopening image, I don't know if it continues through all seasons, uh, there are people walking in the streets in front of Cheers, and then there's a dissolve, and they become drawings of people from... The you 1890s. Know, 18, 1890s, yeah. is that when it is? Okay. I sure. was wondering if the people who are wa- wondering to myself, uh, who are these people who are walking? Do they ever watch Cheers and still think, that's me? Or are they all dead? Or- I was in episode 692 <laughs> yeah. in the opening shot. The opening shot, walking in front of the bar. I wonder if they know. They ever knew they were in the credits to Cheers. So anybody well, let me out ask there you a who knows anybody who's in the credits to Cheers, let us know. Would you know? <laughs> Would I if know you her? if you were in an episode in the opening shot before like the exterior establishing shot and, and you were in one, would you know which one it was? I am in the credits to Happy Days. Shut the up. Character Al Del Vecchio. Shut up. <laughs> 
no, I would. We were not alive. If it wasn't, if it wasn't a show that I watched, or even if it, I, 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 do they? They probably don't have to notify those people when they're far away. No, you don't have to it, sign a waiver. Those or have anything. to be extras. Really. I, I feel like just a shot. This to seems me, like a good question for I someone mean, that worked on Cheers. It, yes, and maybe we'll be able to find that out. Maybe we'll have one of them on this podcast eventually. Um. So okay. So that that pretty much takes care of that episode. Yes. And then the one with Norm and the accountant. I think the one thing I would say, other than like, uh, sexual harassment for comedy, uh, <laughs> yes. which you know whatever is the eighties, fine. Uh. What I noticed at the end of it with Sam and Diane is that every time they're alone and they're having their like talking it through moment, Mm -hmm. whatever it is for that episode, their body language is purposely so different from any other time. Well, I would say Sam's is probably more closer to who he always is. Right. But Hers, she's very comfortable. She gets casual. She cross, sits on the bar, crosses her legs, wearing a skirt, you know, just like chills out, hangs out. She looks like an actual college student instead of- It is. It's very You true, know, yes. very upright and fussy and wearing blouse. You know, like Also, just, by the way, a nice change in Diane's hair in these episodes. Uh, less like 80s poofy, right? She looks pretty 80s poofy to me. But, but a little less 80s poofy than the really, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Bozo yeah, the yeah. Clown 80s poofy that it was in the first few episodes. It was a t- Tough decade for hair. Yeah, I thought she was cuter in the yeah. original ones. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the most recent ones. I I just love how cliche is it to be like, you know what I really love? The love arc between Sam and Diane. <laughs> That's that what I got excited so... about. You getting excited about? That's the whole purpose for the, for my side of this. I know. And I also bought, by the way, found it funny in this in this day and age. At the end of that episode, it was an episode where Diane was sexually almost sexually assaulted or yeah. sexually assaulted. Yeah. Uh, and it's still a little odd that the some of the humor, even that was fine, was, oh, you know, you brought it on yourself. You're a little cheap. You're a trollop. You know, like, product of the times maybe, but product of the times is what brought us here and why maybe that's bad. But uh, but that 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 is a little odd to hear now, right? Like, yeah, it, it rings, would never be It rings maybe a little false. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. that's true, yeah. Every time they, they edge up against women or... Just like the way they talk about the like the way they use the word gay, it's not they right. don't use it as a slur, but they might as well be saying "man from another planet." <laughs> yes, that's a good description. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. or black person Here's... who is sitting. You, you have you noticed? By the way, have you noticed something about Cheers? Are there is no that... black people in the bar? Well, there's no black people uh, in the for the cast, most part. Oh yeah, but they they take. Ooh, there isn't. No. And there never will be. Is there ever? That's a good question. We'll no. have to. I'll have to uh, meditate on that and think if there ever. Not in the main cast. Not in the main but, cast. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any like arcs or whatever. But they always populate the background with African American people. Sometimes a lot of them. Sometimes yeah. a whole table. Like half of the norm party was, and it's really interesting because that is not something you would see in Boston. <laughs> Yeah, well, that is true. Yeah, at, at, at certain bars, particularly at that then. time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was really, to me, it was really interesting that, that at least there they were making that conscious choice to to cast different extras. Yes, I noticed that too. Yes, but God forbid, you know, <laughs> in, the main in the main cast. cast. Here, here's a question that is going to come up eventually, or at least it pops up. It burrows itself into my head because, as I said in the beginning, Sam Malone, one of my heroes, up there with Fonzie. And Superman, but uh, no, not even a but. It's I, it's just a question I have, and here it comes. Long wind up. You balked. You balked. I balked. Yeah, I balked. Is Sam 
Sam is, by the letter of the law, a sexual harasser in the workplace. Because to his employee, yes. he says sexual things to her, and he flirts with and her. And he tried to kiss her and, and, in and, episode and to kiss two. Her, and theoretically, she makes to say that she doesn't really want it. Uh, so here's what I... And yet... We, we do not hate Sam when we watch this. We don't. Is it because we know he's going to eventually wind up with Diane? Is it because... And then I went back even further in my head and was like, my grandmother, on my mother's side, worked in the steno pool for my grandfather, who was much older than her. And I think he sent her letters like, would you like to go out to dinner with me? I certainly I like your cute button nose and I would love to go out to dinner sometime. And sent a series of letters and she said no at first. And then she said yes. And then... You know, umpteen kids later. So, uh, so like that was a man who was above and in a power over a woman, and Don Draper. You know, we all like him in certain ways and find him slick and charming, and yet also doing the same thing from Mad Men. In case and, you were, and, and, and I don't so know, does that else. does that still was that okay then? If it ended in in because if it created marriages back then, like I'm sure it happened a lot more. Then now, but now it's it's entirely forbidden, particularly in the light of what we're talking about now. So it does bring you back to the question of whether or not it is a, it is about rhythms and whether or not you can read someone and looks and whether or not you could correctly pick up a vibe. Like, is it just can you never date someone who you work with who you might be theoretically above? No, Jimmy Kimmel married his head writer and they had two beautiful children and they're going to change exactly. the course of healthcare. So it's about the vibe then, right? It's about be- people skills and being able to read okay. someone. Let's take two separate issues separately. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put on my woman hat. Okay. Uh, and the first issue is TV show portrayals of things that were happening. Yes. And let's remember that not too long before that on ABC they started off one of the greatest love stories of soap opera all time in which the man raped the woman on a disco floor. Do you know who that was? Was that Luke, Luke and that Laura? Was Luke and Laura on General he Hospital. He raped her? I yes. didn't know that. Yes. And they were like unapologetic about what it was. And then they went on to fall in love. But if you put that in a plot now, people would stone you. In fact, yes. I feel like they're just never was... liked the, the character. The... My mind is blanking because it's 10 o'clock at night, but there was just recently something in this vein. Uh, But yeah, so we're not too far away from Luke and Laura on the dance floor. Okay, so the the fact that there's casual workplace. uh, Why do we like Sam so much? (sighs) Because what Chris Rock said is a little true. That it it is to some extent about he's desirable, he's attractive. If he was an undesirable person and he was saying those things, that that would wouldn't be the case. But but it is not just attractive; it is also personality. Sure, Sam has it's, it, whatever charming, it is, like yeah, whatever yeah. the reason is, it's it's that we are more primed to accept it because that's because we're all like I don't know, like I can't solve sexual harassment in the workplace <laughs> on tonight a Cheers podcast. on a Cheers podcast. <laughs> But, it's just something I think is going to be coming up on this. Yeah, it yeah. will. Yeah. Because it, it's like already like the women are definitely like, here's the funny thing. It's two things are existing in this show at the same time is that women are the objects of a lot of, of the comedy. Yes. But man, they are giving as good as they get. Yeah, good. And so, the, yeah, the main characters, Carla and, and Diane are so well written and so right. smart and so uh, um, uh, multifaceted. Aggressive and they can they, they go head to head with the guys on the show. So uh, to me, 
that actually reflects a real bar workplace. Have you ever seen a bar where the bartender was afraid to ask out a waitress? No. Well, you're, oh God. You it doesn't put, matter put, what put, the gender put is. Put it like that and that makes that's what ha- sense. Yeah. That's where people go to meet yeah. people. Yes. So anyway, I, I have less problem with that. Uh, in the real world, did your grandfather break rules by asking out your grandmother? Probably not at the time because my grandmother married a doctor. Right. When she was in nursing school, it was a big scandal, and then she divorced him to marry my grandfather, right. and that's how I showed up. But uh, uh, I don't want to say it, but it's of the time that you worked until you got a husband, and 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 she eventually agreed to go out with him. Yes, you know. But but that's yeah. very charming in a way. Like right. he didn't walk up to her and say, "Hey, what was your grandma? Hill Halfrey? <laughs> Hilliard? Yes, Hilliard? Eleanor Hilliard. Hey, Eleanor Hilliard, go out with me, or I'll give you a demerit." Like he <laughs> right, wrote her right, letter, right. so it's, it's very true. sweet. Yeah. So I think you're you're unfortunately because of where we are right now in a moment in our culture, you're sort it is of continually hazy. But basically, you have to be able to make the decision, uh, or or be able to assess. Uh, letter to a woman in the steno pool: Good masturbating into a potted plant, bad. <laughs> right. I think people should be able to go where everybody knows your name. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that's a pretty clear one. Okay, so on to the next episode, Truce or Consequences. Truce or Consequences. Excellent episode. Excellent episode. Carla and um, Diane are forced to sort of like work it out. It involves a very strong alcoholic drink. Um, Carla tells Diane that one of her kids was fathered by Sam in a moment of drunken whatever, which again, we're back to yes. odd workplace to, 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 to see if she will be able to keep a secret. To see if yes. she can keep a secret, uh, which she can't. Which she can't. And and which raised a very interesting uh, dilemma, which was who was more wrong, Carla for making up a secret to trick Diane and draw her out or Diane for breaking her trust and and and, and learning that, that, that the story was all made up. It was sort of a chicken before the egg thing that was kind of fun to watch. Yes. I'm actually trying to think this through. I think if you, maybe you could keep the secret for like, I don't know, two days before you (laughs) caved and told someone else. But like, in some senses, it's almost honorable because she's upset about the very thing we were just talking about. Right, right, right. So in that sense, it's, it's doing the right thing. That's why these things are complicated. Right, right, right. This is a comedy. Yeah, you and I have had those types of things before, which have been like, like, uh, 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 I read that you did this, but you looked at my phone. But I read that you did this, yeah. but you shouldn't have looked at my phone. Well, you did this and didn't tell me. How could I have known without looking your, at your phone, which you shouldn't have done? And then you know? I gave you access to Postmates, so you would just yeah. see when I ordered the food. No, well, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the joke. That's the joke, and it's true, but that's not what I was talking about. Uh, I know. So. <laughs> But yeah, it's 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 a really well constructed episode because actually yeah. it gives um, Rhea Perlman her first sort of subtler acting job. Yes, where she wasn't really playing broad, you know, because yeah. she's the broadest character on on it, and she makes it work because you kind of need every show needs a Kramer was broad, you know, like. Uh, but she had some very serious moments in uh, in this. Yeah, but know? and she played them beautifully. Danny DeVito's wife. Boy, what a couple those two are. They're amazing. That's how, that's how I always refer to Rhea Perlman. Danny DeVito's wife. Uh. 
is a, we have a, all I could say is we have a very feminist podcast if I'm the male chauvinist on it. I know. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I, do, you, do you have any thoughts about, we have about two minutes left okay. before we go over our mandated 30 hour. minute limit. Do you have any thoughts about this from the perspective of uh, a writer or the blocking or the shoot? Just more than anything, that slow burn, particularly in that last episode where they, they, they're not going for the laugh the whole time. Because I feel like now you're always, unless you're certain Netflix shows, it seems like, or HBO shows, going for the joke, 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 quick as you can, as many instances as you can from a Jump Street. And uh, 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 and they really, in their first act, it was a very sort of like, yeah, joke here, joke there, but setting up that situation with uh, Carla and, and Diane with a faith that they knew that it would pay off really, really well uh, uh, going towards the third act. Yeah, and actually the physical bit at the end that that sprung the whole trap of the setup was... It was really simple. They just all started laughing. They started. They oh, what a, and what a great solution that is. And once, that kind of laugh they that all like laugh hurts. together. Yeah, yeah. That you think you're gonna pee. Which was done so genuine on all the actors' parts. Which I should also note another. We want to try and start doing that this week in Coach. Another great Coach moment where everybody was laughing. They were laughing at. Uh, a, a picture of Carla's kid as if to say, how could this be Sam Malone's child? And they were taking turns looking at it and they were all doing that bellyache laugh like that. <laughs> yeah, like and the they were that, all yeah. laughing at once and Coach came in to see what was wrong and saw them all laughing and tried to figure it out but instead went... <laughs> And started laughing and then just left. I thought that was hilarious. There's always always like five or six hilarious coach moments in every episode. There was another one, too. Oh, I remember. I want to say one thing about the first episode, the one that was kind of dull. Yes. Which is um, the level of skill of these writers uh, in which Diane told Sam, whatever my friend says and asks of you, say no. Which is a perfectly reasonable thing to say so your friend doesn't get taken advantage of. And what was it that the friend said? Would you mind if we went back to my hotel and fooled around? And Sam looked back at Diane and then looked back at the girl and said, no. <laughs> that was very like, funny, yeah. Come on, that's no, good writing. That so anyway, uh, this has been uh, another episode of Where Everybody Knows You're Lame. Uh, I hope there's been 50% less breathing like a dying yak uh, <laughs> in this episode, although it's hard to say. I don't know if I've controlled it. I, uh, I'll fix it in post. <laughs>